Okay, so tell me, what are two truths and one lie today? I've been on a reality TV show. My biggest fear is heights, and I've broken both of my arms. Welcome to a whole lot of shift podcast, the podcast for multi-passionate women with an entrepreneurial spirit, where we provide inspiration, motivation, and education to help you shift away from all the shoulds and supposed tos to what's truly possible for you in your business and your life, all on your own terms. You ready, girl? Let's make shift happen. Hello, and welcome to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. I'm super excited to have our guest on the show today, Anna Hollowell. I have been trying to get her on the show for a little while, and our schedules just kept conflicting, but you guys are absolutely going to love our guest. But before I get in, hi, Anna. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes. All right, you guys. Yeah, we're excited to have you. So Anna is a multi-passionate wife, business owner, esthetician, and spray tan expert. And she also has her own podcast, which is super exciting. And of course, she's also a business mentor. So I cannot wait to kind of get, dive into all the amazing things that she does and what her journey has been like launching her business and all the amazing lessons she's learned. So Anna, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, again, thank you so much for having me. So I'm in a whole well, and I am a new wife, like you mentioned, business owner. I have had my own spray tanning business here in Wichita, Kansas for about four and a half years now called Glow Gals. So I'm a spray tan artist, a licensed esthetician, and I just added ear and nose piercing to my business as well. So kind of mixing it up finally from just doing spray tanning for the last several years. But I'm also a mentor for spray tan artists and estheticians. And I'm the student success coordinator at Spray Tank Class, which is the only internationally accredited spray tan business training available today. So I am just really passionate about helping women find their glow and find their confidence. So whether that's through spray tan, skincare, starting their own business, that's um, I'm really passionate about just empowering other women to, you know, do and dream and think bigger for their lives and make it happen with confidence, like I said. So that's a little bit of who I am. But of course, as a multi-passionate woman, I've got my hands dipped in a ton of different baskets. So I'm also the secretary of a, non a mental health advocacy nonprofit called Blooming Magnolia. I also do have a podcast, as you mentioned, and... I think that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So a super fun story. I kind of got connected with Anna during, during COVID, I think it was. We got connected online through social media. And, you know, as you guys know, I mean, during COVID, wild times, and we were all kind of stuck in, indoors. But somehow I found Anna, and she was just, she was one of those people who just loves being everybody's cheerleader and loves nothing more than kind of celebrating others and all their accomplishments and just really having a really upbeat, positive outlook on life. And I was like, I don't know who this person is, but like, we need to, we need to get connected. And so 
we've been connected ever since. And I just love following along in her journey. So you guys are in for a treat today because I know that she has so many insights to share. But first, before we get going, do you want to play two truths and a lie? Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Okay. So tell me, what are two truths and one lie? Okay. I've been on a reality TV show. My biggest fear is heights, and I've broken both of my arms. Oh, these are so good. These are so good. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to have to try and remember, though. So you've broken both your arms. You're afraid of heights, and you've been on a reality show. I feel like all three of these could be the same. Like, you were on a reality show, and you were afraid of heights, and they made you do something really high up. And then, no, (laughs) there goes my imagination. So, okay. I tell me a little bit. I love, I, I don't want to give it all away for the audience, but I, it just occurred to me one of the ways that we connected during COVID and it was when you had a mobile, your business was mobile. But anyways, before we get to that, tell us a little, like, how did you get started in your journey? What made you say, I, I want a business of my own and I want to get into the beauty industry. Yeah, well, it's definitely been a long journey to get me here. So I will try to make it as concise as possible. But really, when I was 21, I dropped out of college, moved away from Kansas for the first time in my life and really went out on a mission to find myself and my passions and, you know, have fun and just really was kind of searching for something I didn't even know existed. So at the time, I had only really bartended and served in restaurants. So that's what I did. I moved to Wyoming and I served and bartended at a ranch. And I lived there for a while. And then I moved to California. And by the time I got to California, I was like, okay, it's time for me to get my life together. Like, I got to figure something out. And somehow um, it was, you know, placed in my heart to go to aesthetic school. So I had never really been you know, too much of a girly girl, like per se. So I never really cared too much about makeup or skincare or anything like that. But after watching my mom's battle with skin cancer and breast cancer as well, and how she, you know, even just the chemo and radiation really messed up her skin a lot. I decided to go to aesthetic school and I had it in my mind that I was going to be an oncology esthetician. So I wanted to, you know, do skincare for cancer survivors and cancer patients and just make people feel good. And that was kind of the core of it. But as time went on, I was going to aesthetic school. I was bartending several jobs, trying to pay the bills. I just found myself getting really tired, really wanted to step into the beauty industry more. And just, I knew at the time that like what I was doing and what I wanted weren't the same thing, right? Like something was Mm. So I turned up through many years and many different jobs and many different bosses and while this time traveling different cities and states I still you know had something missing and I pretty much realized that I was unemployable and that the only way I was going to live the life of my dreams was to start my own business and to be in control of you know how I made money and where I made money so in LA, I started my own, my first business, which was a mobile private event bartending service. And really that was only because I needed money and I needed it quick and the jobs I had weren't doing it for me. 
And meanwhile, all this time I had started working in tanning salons and kind of dabbled in spray tanning a little bit of the time, as well as the aesthetic side of things. I tried facials, waxing, all that good stuff, and nothing was really sticking at the time. So I started this bartending business and immediately fell in love, you know, made several hundred dollars a night, my first couple events, and I was hooked. I was like, okay, this is it. <laughs> like, but it didn't take me long, pretty much one holiday season to realize that I wasn't passionate about getting people drunk anymore. Like it just right. wasn't me up and I had done it for so long. And even though I could bartend anywhere, you know, no matter where I moved, bartending and serving was always a thing. Things just still weren't feeling quite right. And then, but I luckily was working at an amazing spray tanning boutique at the same time in Manhattan Beach. And I learned a ton there. In my first spray tanning job, I pretty much got thrown to the wolves, watched a YouTube video. Mm. We sprayed every person with the same solution. And I really had no idea what I was doing. And then I got this other job where I kind of, you know, learn a lot more. And so when it hit the point that it was time to move back to Kansas, time to be back home with my family, I had just endured pretty much heartbreak, is the nice way to say it. Was going through a breakup, had just lost my last living grandparents. I was totally, totally broke. I had no one in LA to support me. And I, it just was time to come home. And I knew at that time I had a choice to make. And my choice was, what am I going to do when I get home? And I knew, I just knew in my heart that I got all the tools and resources to start my own spray cleaning business. And I wanted to do it in a way that made sense for me in my life and also allowed me other jobs and, you know, time with my family. And so I started it as a pop-up party concept. So I did mobile spray tans only, and I started out doing groups of three or more. So mom's night and bachelorette parties, bridal parties, stuff like that. And then it definitely evolved from there, especially when COVID hit, parties weren't happening, mm -hmm. you know, pop-up shops weren't happening because businesses weren't open. So it definitely evolved from there, but really the core of it was just knowing that like, you know, when I had that taste of making my own money and working for myself, I have never wanted anything else since. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. I think I, the part I really love about the whole story is how each time you kind of took pause and said, okay, like, yeah, this feels okay, but this isn't quite it, you know? And and you kind of just kept going through the journey wherever that led, being open to it. I think that's that's so amazing. And I, um, so I really love the thought, you know, like you were saying in your introduction, how much you love to help women and help them feel empowered. And it's so funny. I mean, it sounds silly, but like something like a spray tan, I don't know, you just kind of feel amazing. So, yes. If you've never got one for me. Instant. Yes, it is. Like you just feel, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. So to hear your story of how you all use the same solution on like everybody that came in, I thought, oh my gosh. So basically probably half the people walked out orange. Girl, 
I I look back and I'm just like, what was I doing? But I didn't know any better, you know? I know what you didn't know at the time. Plus, spray tan solutions have evolved so much in those, you know, eight-ish years since since that happened. So thank goodness for that. It's way different. It's I remember the first one I got, it did not smell great. And I think now there's like the organics or anyways. I know that's not what we're really here to talk about, but I could go off the tangent about that. Tell me a little bit. You mentioned earlier on that you got now, and actually I happen to know because you shared it on social media, that you just added a service for piercings. Tell me a little bit, like kind of what was, was this just something you were interested in? Not at all. And I have a confession to make, and I haven't really told anyone this, but the podcast will hear it. So when I was a kid, I had a pretty traumatic ear piercing. Not experience, oh, no. but like the experience was okay. I got done at clears, but I like begged my mom for it. So I was like great at least 12 before she let me do it. And I got my ears pierced, and then I did not take care of them. I let them get infected. And honestly, looking back now and what I know now, I was probably allergic to them as well, which um, did not make anything better with the whole infection situation. And I wound up having to get my hearings pulled out. The entire thing pulled out of the back of my ear, like not taking the front and back off. Like they pulled the entire earring out the back because I was so infected that it was like closing up on the front. And I never got my ears repairs. So I'm going to do it now that I'm now that I'm offering this service. I feel like I have to finally face my fears and get my ears repaired. But oh my gosh. And it was why I always wear my hair down so that no one knows when I'm piercing that I'm on my own ears But really the last couple of years, so I I love spray tanning and I love, you know, the career and what it what it has done for so many women who have been able to create their legacy in the spray tanning business. It's a very accessible business to get into. But unfortunately, you know, for me, I I feel like I've done well with my business and, but in my, where I live, it's very seasonal. There's a lot of competition, which I think competition is a good thing. And I'm not, I think we all deserve our own success, but I've known for quite a while now that I have to do something else, right? Like I have to mm. change it up a little bit because I was getting a little burnt out of just doing spray tanning. And, you know, I do have this other license, right? Like there's a whole world of services I could do, but I wanted, I wanted it to feel good to me. I wanted it to attract, you know, a certain type of clientele that I really enjoyed. I want to have fun in my business. That's really important to me. And I really yes. want to go for something different and unique. And I I kind of was interested in the permanent jewelry thing for a while. And then it kind of oh, yeah. bust on that because it got really popular really fast. And so for the last, you know, two-ish years, I'd really kept an eye and an ear out and just an open heart for what I was going to add. And I didn't rush into anything. And I've had a couple ideas here and there. And then this opportunity came up to, you know, add ear and nose piercings and I'm really loving it so far. I had a great training. It is unique to our area. And, you know, the options of where people can get their ears pierced aren't really like 
the option that I have here at my salon. It's a more boutique experience. It's quiet, it's calm, and I'm able to pierce ages four and up. I'm able to use an FDA approved medical grade device. So to make it safe, scary. And really for me, what interests me in doing this was from a business standpoint that Profit margins and the time it takes is comparable to a spray tan, about 20 minutes per client. My cost isn't very much. I can price it at a pretty good, you know, profit margin. And so it just kind of seemed to fit in with what I was already doing. And the best part was I didn't need that much more extra space, which my studio is pretty small. So I really needed something that I could work with the space I already have. So I was able to do that. And so far, like I'm opening up myself to a new demographic and a new market that I really enjoy. And it's, it's changed, you know, it's a change of pace from what I've been doing so long. And, you know, moms bring their kids in to get their ears pierced and then they find out I do spray tanning and then that helps my spray tanning business too. So it all really comes together and has been a lot of fun so far. That is amazing. I, It's so funny to me that for someone who had a traumatic story, I think it's so awesome that you're, well, I mean, if you think about it though, now you're going to come from a place of empathy and compassion as you are me, you know, working with somebody because you understand what it's like to have a bad experience, you know, you, you don't want that. But I also think it's really amazing that, you know, We do have to recognize, even though we may be going along in our business and things are going okay, we're going to continue to grow as a person. And and we need to recognize the times when it is time to maybe add something new to our offerings or change up our business model a little bit, maybe even challenge ourselves, you know, to do something different. And so the fact that you kind of saw this coming and had already been thinking about something else that you wanted to add, I think that's just really really amazing yeah and um like when it's the right thing at the right time you just know so i had this opportunity and two days later i jumped in you know and Mm -hmm. whereas other things i've sat over thought about them for months and months and couldn't pull the trigger and so it's just like knowing when it's like okay to be slow and cautious but also knowing when it's okay to jump the S in <laughs> right do things scary to take that next step oh my gosh that's so amazing now we haven't even talked about the fact that because you did have all this experience I mean taking you way back to when you were in Los Angeles and then even coming back to Kansas you had a, a mobile tan business and then you've been in a in a couple different studio spaces now for a while but now you also do some mentoring. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that? I think that's so awesome. Yeah. And actually, today I saw on my Facebook memories that today is my two-year anniversary of being of my first salon space. So two years ago today, I moved into my first salon. And then about this time last year, I moved to my second. So it's a fun like time. I always love seeing those memories. But as far as stepping into mentorship goes, yeah, I've really, you know, over the years, just between traveling and living in different cities and states, having friends and family from all over the country at this point, as well as just 
being an entrepreneur and building my business and seeing the power of social media, I've really kind of stepped into, I also did like direct sales for a while. So I really know the power of social media and growing your business on social media. And so really probably about the time that COVID hit, I really started thinking about my options to diversify my business and work smarter and not harder. And, you know, between my time in direct sales and when I had people under me, I loved leading them. I love doing trainings. I love giving and receiving like information. I love to learn. I love to give, educate, help. And again, I'm just really passionate about any women who, any woman who is like brave enough to go out and start her own business. I think that's fucking awesome. So I'm going to be there to support you. Like I said, even if it's just as a cheerleader to you, but since I have gone through so many different business ventures and industries and, you know, all this time of building my businesses and trying and failing for many years, I, you know, realized that I got to a point where I was able to use that experience and knowledge and help other people get to their goals faster and not make the same mistakes that I did. So I'm blessed enough to be able to work side by side with know, the, the queen of the spray tanning industry, Kellyanne Callahan, and I absolutely love being part of the spray tanning class team, and it's really given me a platform to really help support other sunless artists, mentor them in one-on-one sessions, get them enrolled into a training program. We have a beginner's course. We have a master's course as well for experienced artists, and we also do a teacher training to train spray tan trainers how to be a certified trainer and create a reputable Mm, program because there are so many kind of like not reputable programs on the market so we're really trying to help other women find their way into this space into this coaching space and mentoring space and really change their lives with their beauty business by creating more impact and more income and i love it that's incredible Yeah, it's like, you know, and I'm always saying just being able to work with some type of mentor or coach or whatever in the industry really helps kind of shrink that timeline of kind of being on the struggle bus, if you will, as you're as you're really just kind of entering the industry. It just and I'm sure that you see this a lot, too, like, you know, it can get frustrating, especially when you're first starting out and you're trying to build that clientele. And I see so many times they, you know, they're super excited at first and then they realize it's going to take some time and it's going to take some work. And I actually think the time is more the issue than the work. But that's just that's just me. I think that's because our mindset in today's society is so used to things like Amazon Prime, where we get everything like instant gratification. Right. So then when they experience that, well, this is going to take time to really build up enough clientele to really have the business that I want, so many of them just quit. And so I love that you're creating a whole opportunity within this to really work with you and be guided. And, and that's, that's just incredible. And you guys, I couldn't imagine um, anybody better to have as a mentor Honestly, that is so incredible. That is just an amazing journey. What would you say if you had to, if you had to go back in time and you had to start it all over, what do you think you'd do different? 
I would probably, if I knew then what I know now, I probably would have worked with a mentor earlier. I would have invested in coaching in my business a little bit more. And I think I did fine with the resources that I had at the time. But now I do, you know, see the value of making, you know, scary investments from the start. If they're going to help your business run more efficiently and make you, you know, I could have just, you know, collapsed that timeline a little bit better, I do believe. And then also just, you know, being a little bit more willing to meet people and get out of my introvert shell and really stay focused and consistent instead of kind of, I feel like for the first year and even two years, because I started my business in 2019 and then COVID hit, but I really feel like I did do my business a disservice by putting it on the back burner for a little bit longer than I would have liked. So just having a plan to move quicker, make better decisions from the get-go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's for sure. Right. It makes, it really does make a difference. It's, it's just wild to me, but it's also scary. And, and so I get it right. Trying to invest in something that you can't quite see yet. I mean, that's, it's scary. So what would you say if, if you had to give our audience members who were maybe just entering the sunless tan industry or any biz, any service-based business, honestly, what would be kind of the biggest takeaway that you would want to be able to provide them with? Oh, goodness. There's so many, you know, little tips and tricks I could give, but I would say the number one thing is just don't give up. Like, you're going to have to pivot and be willing to pivot, change things that mm. aren't working. You know, never let your ego get the best of you. And, you know, always stay humble in your business and know that, like, things can change. You're not going to make every customer happy. You're not going to, you know, probably have success right off the bat. You can't really have success without failure, right? Like, you don't, you won't mm. know success if you don't also know failure so just being willing to roll with the punches of being an entrepreneur because it really doesn't get easier you're always going to face challenges and battles but as long as you keep going then you're doing better than a lot of other people <laughs> right yeah yeah I I hear you there's and what did I, I think yesterday I was hearing one of our former guests actually had said something at a meeting yesterday when she said, you know, fail forward. Like, it's okay. You're going to fail. So as long as you're still moving forward, that's, that's the key. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. I that's a great takeaway. Okay. So I'm super curious. Now that I've heard a bit of background, I want to try and guess the two truths and a lie. Okay, because you shared with us that you did spend some time in Los Angeles. Okay, so your, your two truths and a lie, the ones that you gave us were you've broken both your arms, you've been on a reality show, and you're afraid of heights. Is that right? Yeah. Did I get that right? Okay. I'm going to say, because it is California, I just feel like the being on a reality show has to be true. And broken both your arms sounds a little wild, but 
you know, when we're kids, we we do just really smart things. Okay, so I'm going to guess that your two truths are you've been on a reality show and you have broken both your arms. I have never broken a bone. <laughs> I'm uh, my, like fingers and toes, but I don't know this. So I've never broken a bone, but I am really, really scared of heights. You will not catch me on a Ferris wheel ever. Yeah, I think, I think it's what it's called, right? The big, yeah. Yeah, a Ferris wheel, no. <laughs> and then I have been on an episode of Bar Rescue. Actually, when I lived in San Diego, we got Bar Rescued at the bar that I worked at. <laughs> that is so fun. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so are you, like, afraid of heights to the point where you struggle? Like, if you go driving, like, on mountains, and you know how you go around those sharp turns where you can only see, like, down the mountain and another car is coming towards you? Like, do you struggle with those scenarios, or are you good? I do love mountains. I love the mountains a lot. Driving in them is give or take, but I normally feel pretty safe on a road. But if I were to be looking out, like, standing out, I probably would be terrified. And even things like sometimes, you know how some like apartment buildings, for example, will have a staircase on the outside and they're the steps. Mm-hmm. They don't have anything like on the back. I don't like those. <laughs> like Right. Spaces. I just don't want whatever's underneath my feet to be wobbly at all. If that makes any sense at all. <laughs> it makes so much sense. So my best advice would to be to not go on any strenuous hikes in Rocky Mountain National Forest because they call it Rocky Mountain for a reason. And so one of the things about that, while I'm not really scared of heights, you're never on solid footing, like the entire hike. You're just in a constant state of like getting your balance and and being hyper aware of your surroundings and yeah right. yeah oh no, I <laughs> look at the mountains from the valley <laughs> I will watch the sunset sunrise sit on the lake but yes oh that's amazing oh that's so amazing okay well tell us how can our guests find you and get connected with you or get into your space or come and get an amazing spray tan yes thank you so i'm on instagram at excuse me at glow with anna on instagram is my personal page and where i talk a lot about business and the spray tanning business and you know mentorship and all that good stuff my business page is at glow gals ict which my business is glow gals here in witch tops so you can find me there, bluegalsict.com, glowwithanna.com for everything else I do, my podcast, my courses, mentorship, all that good stuff. And my podcast is also called Glow With Anna. I love it. And you guys, you should definitely go check out her podcast. She's had some amazing guests. There's so much covered around mindset, and Anna is also a very big proponent when it comes to mental health, things like long COVID. She's got a whole background in so many things. I really would encourage you to go follow her pages and take a listen to her podcast. It's definitely, definitely worth it. 
So, oh my gosh, Anna, this has been so great. I am so glad that we got to have you on the show today. So thank you for coming back. Uh, I know we tried to record this once before. It was really funny. And both of our audios that day just was not having it. And it was really funny. So I tried and tried, but with all the miracles of modern day editing, it just was not going to work. But I'm so glad you came back because you were not piercing at that time. So now we had something new to talk about. Yes. Yeah. 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 And so Anna did share with me, I'll share with you guys just a, a little extra. Just before we hit record that her one of her favorite piercings right now is a nose, is a nice little nose piercing. So I don't know. I think you guys should... Check out her pages, check it out, follow along. Really exciting stuff going on. So all right. Well, all of Anna's contact information is going to be in the show notes. So please be sure to check there and get connected with her. And until then, keep making shift happen. Bye. Hey, shifters. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of A Whole Lot of Shift. If you heard something today that inspired you or resonated with you, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review to help others as well. Your review helps me give as much motivation and inspiration as I possibly can. And don't forget, you can catch all the outtakes, bonuses, special live stream interviews, and much more over at a whole lot of shift Facebook group. Until next time, keep making shift happen.